Hey folks, this is Kevin. On this week's episode of Risk, you'll hear Carly Moreno-Kaiser. Okay, which Lifetime movie exec has approved this? Because the nurse like looks at me and she is like, you are so pregnant, your mom is so dying, this is so sad, this is too sad, oh my God. She books it out of the room, sees the happy birthday balloon, like it's her birthday? <laughs> Whose idea was that? That and more. But first, folks, the next Risk Live shows are in L.A. on March 19th and in New York on March 21st. Our live shows are a great way to meet fellow Risk fans, a chance to chat with the staff and storytellers of Risk. And there's something especially intimate and powerful about being in the room with the storyteller sharing. So many nights and moments I'll remember for a lifetime. So again, March 19th in LA, March 21st in New York, and tickets are at risk-show.com slash live. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Now here's the show.
Hello, folks. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and this is Kamidai behind me now from an album called Music for Bugs, where all the music sounds like the circle of life spinning from one rite of passage to another. On this week's episode, we're calling Rites of Passage. In a little bit, we're going to hear from Carly Moreno-Kaiser. But before that, a story from David Who. You know David from many episodes before, but here he is at a show at Caveat in New York last fall with a story we call Peaches. During the early 90s, when I was 15 years old, I spent a lot of my free time in the East Village, wearing my oversized white t-shirt that said Philly's Blunts across it, these light blue baggy-ass jeans, and my white and white Air Force One knockoffs from Chinatown, looking like a homeless astronaut. <laughs> and I blended in, compared to being in the Bronx. I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood, and kids made fun of me because I'm Chinese. At school, I struggled to fit in. It was a predominantly black and Hispanic. And kids made fun of me, not just because of the color of my skin, but the clothes I wore. Crew neck sweaters and beige corduroy pants from The Gap. That's why I started going to the East Village to buy new clothes. And the more time I spent there, I felt better about myself. On the other hand, mom and dad were worried because I was spending so much time in a neighborhood I did not even live in. And mom suggested I take a class at NYU. And one day I picked up a brochure and I signed up for life drawing. Because as a kid, I loved to draw and doodle in my notebook. And now I can use those skills to learn how to draw baskets of fruits, like apples and oranges. I remember my first day of class. I was really excited with my overpriced sketch pad and charcoal pencils from Pearl Art Supply in Chinatown. When I walked into the class, I was in complete shock. It was empty. And all I see is this wooden bar stool in the center of the room. And this bright fluorescent light is beaming down on it. I felt like I was in a horror movie. Suddenly, a bunch of kids walk in. And they all look really cool with their NYU t-shirts and carrying their overpriced sketch pads and charcoal pencils from Pearl Art Supply in Chinatown. I felt like it blended in. And then the teacher walks in. She's this middle-aged white woman with jet black hair tied up in a ponytail. She's wearing these dark framed Ray-Ban glasses. And she looks a bit frazzled. She's like, I am so sorry I'm late. The model is on her way. Please be patient. I'm so sorry. Confused, I stood up. I was like, wait a minute. Model, what are you talking about? I thought we were going to spend the entire class learning how to draw baskets of fruits like apples and oranges. I thought this was called light drawing. And she stares at me with this angry look on her face. And she's like, excuse me? Baskets of fruits? Apples and oranges? Oh boy, you are in for a surprise. <laughs> and everyone just bursted out in laughter. 
I was so embarrassed, I turned beet red. The model walks in. She's beautiful. She's natural. Had to be in her early 20s, milky white skin, curly brown hair, and she's wearing this royal blue summer dress with sea monkeys on it. And I see her walk up to the center of the room. And that bright fluorescent light is beaming down on her. She looked like an angel from the sky. And I see her lift up that royal blue summer dress over her head, and it just slowly falls to the ground like a feather from the sky. And she is completely butt-ass naked. (laughs) And I'm like, whoa, she is natural. (laughs) And she sits down on a wooden bar stool, and she's facing me, and we both lock eyes. And then she spreads her legs wide open. (laughs) And I just stared right at it. (laughs) I never expected it to look like that. 15-year-old me never expected to look like an overripe, half-unpitted peach. (laughs) And then I felt a hand on my shoulder and a whisper in my ear. And the teacher says, David, David, you should not just focus on her inner beauty, but her outer beauty as well. (laughs) I look up, and she's staring right at me in shock. And everyone is giggling as they're drawing in their sketch pads. And all I want to do is curl up in a fetal position and die right now. Instead, I put my head down and I start doodling and drawing in my sketch pad. Towards the end of the class, the teacher asked each one of us to come up to the front and share our drawing with everyone. And she says, David, why don't you start it off for us first? We are all really excited to find out what baskets of fruits you drew for us today. (laughs) And it felt like I got shot in the chest. Everyone's bursting out of laughter. As I walk up to the center of the room, I felt this pit in my stomach, and pins and needles are exploding through my veins. That feeling that you get when you're on a roller coaster, and as you slowly get to the top, you just plummet straight down. I prop up that sketch pad on that wooden bar stool. And it's this huge black smudgy dot that encompasses the whole canvas of the sketch pad. And everyone in the room has this glazed look on their face. I'm really nervous. That same reaction I get at school and in my neighborhood. And that bright fluorescent light is beaming down on me. I feel beads of sweat just dropping down on my forehead onto my shirt. And I take a deep breath. And I'm like, well, this is my interpretation of staring down the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Now everyone has this confused and disgusted look on their face. That same reaction I get looking like a homeless astronaut up in the Bronx. And the teacher stares at me with this curious look on her face. And she says, David, brilliant. And everyone applauds and cheers me on. (laughs) I was surprised and flattered. I felt like one of the cool kids in class. Although my drawing did not connect with everyone there, just being myself, this 15-year-old shy and naive kid did. And I ended up staying with the class. And each week, I learned to draw something different, other than apples, oranges, and overripe half-impitted peaches. Thank you. (laughs) 
Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Hey friend, it's Cami Crawford. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics. Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in for new episodes every Friday. Listen and follow Relationship with Cami Crawford on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we're back This is Risk. This is Al Stewart behind me now. And we just heard from the presidents of the United States of America, who eat a lot of peaches, preceded by David Hu, who just did his first solo show, The Outcast, as a part of the Gotham Storytelling Festival. And you can find him on Instagram at DaveHu718. Folks, one of our Patreon patrons named Sarah sent us the sweetest note with their donation. Sarah said, Risk has made such a difference in my life, keeping me feeling connected, broadening how I think about others' experiences, a starting point for some of the best conversations I've had in years, an amazing tool for teaching my clinical students, helping me retell and rethink some of my own stories, and so much more. Thank you for reminding us all to take a risk. Thank you so much, Sarah. That was so beautifully put. And our latest Patreon member is Pinky. Thank you for joining, Pinky. 
And you know, it's absolutely crucial that we have the financial support of our listeners. While the whole podcasting industry is going through tectonic shifts, I don't know if you've heard, but (laughs) there's just one news article after another about how the ships, (laughs) the ships on rough waters. You know, a podcasting organization with this much production and behind-the-scenes work, we just need all the help we can get to stay afloat. And the nice thing about becoming a member at Patreon is all of the bonus content over there. Like this week, a story from Rob Putnam. And I noticed that there's a letter from the Benefits Office at the University of Chicago, and that's somewhere I'd worked a few years ago. And I was thinking, well, you know, maybe I left like $300 in a 401k there or something. And when I opened it, I was notified. I saw the letter, letter explained that I'd been the sole beneficiary of a coworker's 401k. And there's plenty more where that came from at patreon.com slash risk. If you're already a member there, please increase your donation if it's at all possible And if you want to make a one-time donation, that is at paypal.me slash risk show. Next, we're going to hear from Carly Moreno-Kaiser. Like David Who's story, this one was also recorded at a Risk Live show last September, but this one was recorded on the opposite coast, out in L.A. at the Lyric Hyperion. And here it is now, Carly Moreno-Kaiser with a story we call... Balloon Mom. Hi, I'm Carly. Hey. So I was raised Catholic, which is innately spooky, if you don't know. There are a lot of candles, a lot of incense. We talk to dead people. And by that, I mean uh, we pray to saints, which if you didn't know, saints are just dead people. (laughs) They're dead strangers, actually. Um, Half of my family is Latin Catholic, which is a little bit spookier. (laughs) There are candles and incense. There are so many candles, in fact, that my grandfather, my Papa Ignacio, had a shrine in his bedroom with all of these candles, the ones that you can find in the Hispanic food section of the um, supermarket, Hispanic food section. You know the ones. Uh, They're great. He he had the shrine, and we were not allowed to blow out the candles even when we left the house. Pretty spooky. (laughs) When I was a kid, my... Papa and my mom would regale me with stories of ghosts and visits from loved ones who'd passed away. My mom once told me a story about her favorite aunt who died, and then she came to visit my mom's bedside in a full head of curlers one night. Um, (laughs) My papa told me that he was once lost in Chavez Ravine, which is where he was raised, and it was none other than the spirit of the Virgin Mary who led him home. (laughs) Yes. Now, I don't know how I feel about ghosts, like materialized, spooky, like gray ghosts, but I do like this concept of energy, right? This is what's pulsing through our veins. This is what's 
what, our, what comprises our souls and it comes from somewhere and then when we pass, I like the idea that it goes and continues on. <laughs> I had a pretty wild experience with energy when I realized I might be pregnant with my daughter. This is not like a Rosemary's baby situation, so don't, <laughs> don't freak out. So when a mother becomes pregnant, there is something called implantation cramping pretty early on. Some women don't feel it. Some women on the internet, on forums, will describe it as light menstrual cramps or a light pulling and tugging. That is not what I felt. <laughs> um, I felt like someone was trying to put a spell on me. I felt like that pins and needles feeling when your leg falls asleep and you're trying to like shake it back alive, but it like hurts and tickles at the same time. I just felt this very certain energy take hold. It, it felt magical, it felt pointed, it felt like it knew exactly what it, was, what it was going to do. And it was making way for something or someone magical. And I can vouch for that as my daughter is magical. When I gave birth to her with a failed epidural, I might add. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the moment they put her on my chest, I was like, whoa, holy cow, this energy has been Earthside before. This is the certain energy that I felt in my body. She's been here before, and she's going to tell me exactly what she needs, and she's going to tell me exactly what we need to do, and we're going to be fine. And this was really reassuring because I had just endured one of the hardest years of my life. Now, to give a little context, this was 2021 when she was born, which means sometime in 2020, my husband and I were like, you know what? The world is shut down. <laughs> Nothing's going on. Everything's okay. I'm not working. Let's try to make a baby. And we did. It worked. Great. And other than being very sick throughout my pregnancy, I had a very healthy pregnancy. However, my mother back home in Colorado was very, very sick. And she actually had been for quite some time. Unfortunately, she suffered from untreated mental illness and addiction for a very long time. And when those things were overtaking her, things were hard. And my mom was also an incredible person. She was an artist. She was an amazing visual artist. She appreciated anything artistic. She loved stories. She loved music. There wasn't a day that went by, it felt like, where my mom wasn't pulling my sister and I aside to show us some weird niche 1970s sketch comedy or, like, show me the Hootie and the Blowfish album and then a mariachi album and, like, just everything in between. Um, there was one day when I was just a small child, maybe, like, I don't know, six years old or something, and my mom was like, I rented something from the library. I think you're going to want to see it. Like, okay, great. What is that? Um, <laughs> is it Wayne's World? <laughs> no. It was a French short film called The Red Balloon. Some of you might know it. And I'm like, six? And I'm like, Mom, I don't want to watch this. I want to organize my Barbies and listen to Mariah Carey. But okay. So I sit down and I'm watching it. And then I keep watching it. And then it breaks my heart. And then it repairs it again because it's actually a really wonderful film. I think it won an Academy Award. So um, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, I'm about to ruin it for you. Um, <laughs> it's about a little boy in Paris who finds a red balloon or maybe it finds him. Um, they form this bond and throughout 
the movie, they kind of like lose each other and find each other and they're separated and they find each other again. And eventually some bullies decide that they're gonna take this little boy's joy and just destroy it. So they just pop this balloon and it just falls to the ground. It's devastating. But then all of the balloons around Paris just like start flying up and they come and they just surround this little boy and, and they wrap him up in love. Um, and he flies away with the balloons. So I'm seven and a half months pregnant and I'm thinking about the things that my mom has shown me throughout my life and I'm really struggling with the fact that my daughter may never meet this woman who is such a big part of why I am who I am. And it's really, really hard to reconcile the fact that I am growing a life inside me while my mother is fighting for hers. <laughs> Busted. Um, so, um, back home in California, uh, our friends are just like <laughs> rallying around us. They're doing everything that they can to make light of this awful, wonderful, wild time. So they throw us a baby shower. <laughs> and the morning before the baby shower, I call my dad. Now my mom's been in the hospital for over a month at this point. She's not doing well, but my dad says, hey, enjoy the baby shower. Mom's looking good today. But there was something in his voice that suggested otherwise. So we have the baby shower. <laughs> the morning after the baby shower, my husband and I are unwrapping our presents like Christmas morning and, and our cards. And, um, and we get a call from my dad and he says, hey, you need to get to Colorado tonight. Mom has taken a turn for the worse. So I get permission from my doctor because um, I'm seven and a half months pregnant. <laughs> and you don't see pregnant ladies fly at that stage because at any time the baby could come out. Um, so, get to Colorado and we visit my mom daily. She's hooked up to every machine imaginable. And she can't talk because she's intubated. She can't breathe on her own. The only way that she can communicate is by <laughs> wiggling her tiny toes, which her foot was about the size of my hand. And I know this because I used to hold it up to her foot all the time, which I did in the hospital too. So she'd wiggle her toes. We keep visiting and a few days into our trip, it's her birthday. So I'm like, even though this is a terrible situation, we have to celebrate her birthday somehow. So we get to the hospital and I ask my husband, I'm like, hey, through my crying and my broken sentences, I'm like, can we please buy my mom a balloon? And they have a red happy birthday balloon. And um, red was her favorite color. So my husband buys the balloon, follows me down the hallway to the ICU. And at this point, I'm like, I'm in it, right? I'm in the situation, but I also love stories and I love movies. And I'm thinking like, wait a minute, this is too much. This is a hat on a hat. There are too many things going on here. I am so pregnant. My mom is so dying. I am wearing a mask that is drenched in my snot and my tears because I'm so pregnant and I'm so sad. <laughs> and... We get to the room and I'm like, okay, which Lifetime movie exec has approved this? Because the nurse like looks at me and she is like, you are so pregnant, your mom is so dying, this is so sad, this is too sad, oh my God. She books it out of the room, sees the happy birthday balloon, like it's her birthday? <laughs> Whose idea was that? So she leaves, we have a moment. 
And I'm like trying to figure out what to say to my mom, right? Because our relationship was very complicated and complex and we've had a lifetime of conversations and I'm just trying to figure out what do I say now knowing this might be one of the last conversations I have with her in person. What do I say? It's her birthday. I say happy birthday. I, I tell her what I'm going to name my baby, um, which is derivative of a nickname she used to call me. And she wiggles her little toes and I'm holding her hand. I'm trying not to say goodbye, but I'm saying everything that, that matters in this moment. And in the background, I hear the shuffling of feet and the squeaking of sneakers and a light, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I realize my husband can't find a place to clip this balloon. <laughs> so he's in the hospital room in the ICU where it's very sterile and there aren't a lot of things to clip to you unless you're going to clip to a machine. And he's just going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And tapping this plastic against metal. And I think I said something like, just put it anywhere. Just, just put it anywhere. Just put it anywhere. Just put it anywhere. And then I realized, like, my mom would have absolutely loved this story. She would have loved it. Uh, we couldn't stay as long as I wanted to in Colorado because I'm seven and a half months pregnant. I think I said that. And we go back to California. And a couple of days later, my dad calls me and he informs me that my mom cannot survive without these machines. We are going to have to make the impossible decision to remove life support. So we decide to do that. And the next day, I say goodbye to my mom over FaceTime. Um, so I'm broken, right? I feel so lost. I'm just on the couch and I'm a pregnant, swollen mess and I'm crying and my husband's like, hey, let's get outside, let's go for a walk. I'm like, okay. So I get outside and immediately in our path is this hummingbird and it's like dancing with us. Like it will, it's a, an aggressive hummingbird. It will not let us pass. I buckle over and I'm like, oh my God, this is my mom. Like she, she came to say hi. And then as we're walking around the block, I'm like, don't be so generic. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person is like, that hummingbird is my mom. That's my great-grandma. That's my aunt. That's my sister. Come on. So as much as I love it, I'm like looking for something a little bit more specific, right? Because I'm, I'm spooky. I need something else. So <laughs> a few days pass. And you should know there's a pile of presents from our, our baby shark that we, we abandoned these presents in the middle of our living room. Uh, the day that we left for Colorado. So my mom passed away, the presents are still in this pile. And among the presents are two balloons. There's a white one and there is a gold one. They're filled up the same. They're in the same spot. But all of a sudden, over the next few days, this gold balloon just starts traveling around my apartment. Just starts moseying around. It's just kind of like the balloon and the red balloon. And I'm like, joke to my husband, I'm like, babe, that balloon? That's my mom. <laughs> it's all fun and games. I keep saying it until one night I go, that balloon? It's my mom. And the balloon stops in its tracks, right? The air conditioning is not on. I need you to know this. The fans are not on. The windows are not open. We're saving money. It's April, okay? In California, it's nice. It's temperate outside. And this balloon, as soon as I say that's my mom, stops in its tracks, like pivots, and then like moves at another 90 degree angle to park itself over my head where I'm sitting on the couch. Okay? <laughs> the next day I'm in the kitchen, I hear my husband go, uh, hello? And I'm like, who are you talking to? I come around the corner and I realize this balloon has parked itself over his shoulder, kind of like 
a nosy mother-in-law, like looking at his computer screen while he's trying to work. He then looks at it, and I'm staring at him in the balloon, and it playfully circles his head. What? Then it books it, thank you. <laughs> then it books it down the hallway, I have video of this, and it goes into the nursery and parks itself over the crib. So I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Is this balloon really my mom? <laughs> Over the next few weeks, it like keeps like moseying around the apartment. And just to like test it, we are not turning on the air conditioning. We're not opening the windows. We're not turning on the fans. We're opening all the doors in the apartment. So we're like, where is it going to go? It goes to pictures of deceased loved ones. She loved those. We know that. It goes to a portrait of the Beatles that was still up in the nursery that used to be my husband's office. We hadn't taken it down yet. My mom's favorite band. It hovers by my husband's guitar. She loved music. Like, it just keeps happening. There was one day where I came home and I was like, where's the balloon? I turn on the light in the nursery and the balloon lifts up. Not what balloons are supposed to do after they deflated. And it hovers right by my shoulder. So I took a selfie with it. <laughs> I took a selfie with my mom. Over the next few weeks, it like keeps doing this. And then finally, I'm like in the kitchen one day washing dishes and I feel something on my feet. I think it's my dog. And it's the balloon circling my legs. It's crazy. <laughs> so it finally settles into the kitchen and it stops moving. But the kitchen was my mom's favorite place to be. Now, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't know if that balloon was my mom. <laughs> but I do like this idea that energy can not be created or destroyed, it can only be transformed. Now, I didn't come up with that, that was Albert Einstein. <laughs> but I love that, right? That's where like the spiritual meets the science, and I, I love knowing, like, when I felt that energy of my daughter, I, that was not something that I like summoned, right? It, it, I mean, we did something to summon it, but, <laughs> but that was a specific energy. And, and I found my mom, my daughter found me, and if my mom can, come and say hi to me in the form of hummingbirds and balloons and bounce around and put her energy in other places, then maybe that means that people aren't ever really lost when they pass and we can just keep finding each other over and over again. Thank you.
This is Risk. This is Foles behind me now with a song called Balloons. And we just heard from Carly Moreno Kaiser, who you can find on Instagram at Carly Kaiser. And you know, Carly was right. The Red Balloon did win an Academy Award in 1956 for Best Writing, Original Screenplay, and it was directed by Albert La Maurice, who in 1957 invented the board game Risk. Folks, listen, I am sitting in my apartment, finally, recording an episode again. I was away for a whole month. I got a role in a horror movie that shot up in the northern coast of Oregon. I cannot tell you how fun it was. Well, I can tell you how fun it was because I recorded a half hour long check-in about it while I was there on Patreon. I was talking all about how I really want to get back into acting and, and voice work again, you know, other than the podcast. But it was so inspiring to see that I can delegate so much of my work to our spectacularly talented and tirelessly devoted staff who keep risk popping. And now that I'm back, I want to get more story coaching and life coaching in also. If you look me up at kevinallison.com, you'll see how I offer half hour long or hour long coaching sessions for storytelling for creative purposes like podcasts, magazine articles, solo shows, or storytelling for professional purposes like job interviews, presentations, advertising campaigns. And over the years, I've found that you know, I am a compassionate listener who can help a person think and feel their way through things by asking emotionally intelligent questions. So I've started taking a life coaching certification course, as well as a couple of hypnotherapy courses. And I even led a beautiful well-being practices workshop with lots of wonderful risk listeners last year. So if you think you might want to schedule a session to talk with me about any issue in your life, I do those sorts of sessions too. Feel free to email me at kevin at risk-show.com if you have any questions. One of my very favorite things to do is spend this kind of one-on-one -on -one time with folks like you, the listeners. So again, look me up at kevinallison.com. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back. Folks, this Thursday, we have a compilation of classic stories on a subject 
I'm obsessed with. Cults. It's the best of risk cult stories, number one. And hey, in order to ensure that the series keeps going, pitch us your cult stories at risk-show.com slash submissions. But that's Thursday. And folks, today's the day. Take a risk. Depends much on what you're talking about there. Depends. 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 Liquor trading has a wide variety of. Why? They said, "Well, we want you to use this aggression treatment protocol that you that you that you taught us in your in your course that you that you that you that you that you that you taught us in your in 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 your course." When they realize, you know, oh, my dog possibly has PTSD.